Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. No AKAs today? Uh, Manny didn't stick? Um, <laughs> I don't recall what that is in reference to, mm. so no. It was last week's episode. I said AKA Manny from Seinfeld. You may have heard of it. It's a show that was oh, on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Uh, this week we will talk about the Monday show, Jody Sweeten, and the Thursday show, Sarah Baker's Chainsaws, Wendy Molino's Hugh Grant, Manifestations, Allison's Minor Surgery. It's Molino, right? Yes. Because I know this, but then I second guess myself because I don't know who was on a few weeks ago that was like, oh yeah, I'm really friend, I'm really good friends with Wendy Molyneux or something like that where it's like a little bit different. I'm like, are you really good friends? Because I feel like... Wouldn't we know by now with all of the pronunciation crap with David that it, we're saying it? I'm saying it right. Okay. Don't second guess yourself, Lisa, is the uh, point of the thing here. Do you have any shout outs, Larafi? <laughs> yes. Um, I have a shout out for you mm. because you edited last week's episode and um, you're not feeling great. And oh, thank shout out to Jen and Lauren. Congrats on the new segment. Mm. Um, whoop, whoop. And shout out to Trice. Shout out to Leanne. Shout out to Kelly. We got to have her back on this GD show soon. Agreed. And also shout out to this horrendous Mike's Hard Lemonade seltzer pineapple flavor oh wow a pineapple flavor even is this the one that you have not tasted yet oh sorry uh it's pinaple and yes i have tried it mm. it's okay mm. sounds like uh we're starting off the show with a with a big bang <laughs> oh <laughs> no shout out to the people in the facebook oh damn who, uh, me something about uh big bang you know they uh i think it was just uh dr angela and leanne and said that they watched the show camera holler i just saw another oh. message there we struck a big bang court you did sorry i should rephrase that you did and i like how now you're doubling down on the big bang hate <laughs> <laughs> yes also tamra um you know they it, in the facebook comments they they didn't address any of my issues with the show well except so you're you're disparaging comments i guess is what their what their main beef is like what what 
how would you feel if they came after Seinfeld? Is I think one of the one of the comments. Oh, I would be absolutely okay with that because <laughs> my I'm I'm very secure in my opinion that it is the greatest sitcom of all time. I possibly have to agree. the greatest show of all time. It's definitely top three. <laughs> Hey, like someone once said, I'm top two and I'm not two. Um, you know they, what someone said to me? You're one much and one much. And that's just too, <laughs> too much. <laughs> um, was not a wise man, but it sounded wise. <laughs> also, I mean, yeah, it has its issues. And some of the stuff is a little problematic in today's uh, times. Hey, uh, hey, uh, what are you talking about? But, <laughs> but... What what excuse does Big Bang have? That show like just ended a couple of years ago. So and to be fair, I've not seen an episode. I've only seen whatever used to come on before or after when I used to TiVo something, and I would see like just a smidge of something. And I can't do canned laughter, uh, sitcom me, or even like the in studio laughter where it's just like, oh, we're laughing now. Like, do we have to chuckle at every little thing? Like, can we just get get on with the show? I don't know that kind of crap. I can't deal with and. So I can't really say for sure if I hate it or not. I'm pretty sure I would because I don't like sitcoms that much. I think uh, you should start watching it beginning to end and tell us how you feel. You know what I'm going to do is uh, rewatch Gilmore Girls instead. (laughs) 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 Because I finally, Uh, finally got somebody to maybe watch it. And I, I don't know why I say somebody, but East Coast Jen, I've finally twisted her arm and she might start watching it in Christmas time which is like the best right now actually is the best time to start because i feel like it's always thanksgiving or it's always fall and winter in stars hollow so it's just like a nice warm happy show the way you started that it sounded like you're dating someone new and you're like well i guess oh! watching it. <laughs> uh that might be a problem if that no i think i told you this one of my friends was like what if like trying to ask me like what would be my perfect guy and i was like saying like some of my things i don't even know what i said but he's like, what if this person had like none of those things, but they were like a huge Twin Peaks fan? And I'm like, that sounds like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I don't want another nerd like me. Like I, twin, my Twin Peaks fandom is my own thing. I don't want someone else infringing on my space. It's my thing. Yeah, you can't build a friendship around just, you know, a show. <laughs> I mean, how stupid is that? <laughs> Where all you talk about is this one show. Right. All you reference is this one blah, show. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pathetic. It, it really is. Um, so thanks to the people um, that are that note, yeah, commenting. I would like to know what they like about it. But maybe, maybe I should just at least give it a shot. A couple of episodes. I don't even. I won't like it. Come on. Let's be real. Um do you have any shout outs, Elizabeth? I do. Thank you for asking. Shout out to the TNC. Uh, everybody's everywhere. I feel like I was just with all of them like in one weekend, and now they're all just like spread out, traveling, doing fun stuff, and I miss them. Uh, shout out to East Coast Jen. Happy birthday. And um, we'll have to celebrate with some... Uh, what's that cake called? It's got three milks, Lil Rafi. Uh, that is the um, cattle cake is that what it is no i don't think so i i don't think i can move on until you until you tell me what it is um you know i'm really bad at the pronunciation but i think it's something like trois 
Much like musicals, you may have just let somebody down. Uh, Shout out to LK. It was awesome seeing you here in my home, in my city, in my state uh, of mind. Shout out to Dr. Jen. Shout out to Bruce by Don. I owe you, for many, many weeks, I've been meaning to say this, but I owe you a burger place because I feel sad. He asked me a question, I don't know how long ago. He was like, I need to find a good burger place in Orange County. And I was like... I got nothing. My brain just went zero. We used to have the best burger place here and now it turned into a chicken sandwich place because that's really hard to find. <laughs> hold, hold, hold your horses, Elizabeth. Have you ever been to Omega Hamburgers? Of course. Is it good? Eh. Oh, that's a shame. It's like, you know those like John's places and the, whatever those like burger places that are on every corner that oh, are like. Chili John's? Whatever. They could all Chili be something. Um, I don't know. Tommy John's. Tommy. Tommy? Tommy's. Maybe. No, no, no. Not not Tommy's. That's chilly, isn't it? No, like those little places, on, they're like, uh, I don't even know if they're like mom and pop places. They have like four burgers, four fries for $20, get whatever. And it, anyway, Omega had tastes, tastes like that. It, you're not driving from where he lives to get that. We are the closest burger place to me is the habit, but I feel like that's everywhere. And I do like the habit, but I would never be like, this is the place you got to go. I'm like, have you heard of a place called in and out? No, but the place that I took you, well, we went to this place with, um, when Lauren was here the last time we went to the burger place that I feel like it was like the best burger I've ever had. I loved it, but it was called, called the burger parlor and it doesn't exist anymore, at least in the circle. So I don't know. Sorry, Bruce Wayne. I guess you're going to have to find burgers other elsewhere. <laughs> I hear they have good... Actually, there's a pool hall down the street that I heard has the best burger. And then I know like strip clubs are pretty good for that. So I don't know. Maybe test your luck at one of these places. No, that's... No. Oh, that's all you can eat Both shrimp? of those just no. I know. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, no. Anyway, uh... I don't have an answer and I'm sad about that, but uh, also shout out to Paul shout out to Dr. Angela. She's a fellow nerd self-proclaimed and um, I feel, I feel bad for any of our big bang hate. I kind of do a little bit Uh, shout out to Leanne shout out to Trice, Tamara Holler, Candace, Z Mary Jane, Tim Ortez, Lee Bruns, he just had some of his motorcycles in the We Are Here HBO special, uh, which is super awesome. And I'd love to hear more about that. That's his experience and all that. That's cool. Shout out to Ray, Whitney, Von Carmen's Olive, at T- sorry, Teal at Teal N O R, Ray Morgan at Ray Morgan III, Tuesday at TSDCX, and uh, Jay Inslee at J underscore Inslee or dash Inslee or something. Anyway. Oh, also shout out to the Bad Dates podcast because I've been listening. I've been enjoying. Uh, they followed me on Twitter and I'm like, I should, probably should put out some sort of content if, you know, what kind of content should I put out for them to, you know, be reeled in to stay? Just start tweeting about all the bad dates you've had. <laughs> and they'll be like, we need to have her on the show. So bada have bing, you? Boom, <laughs> you and Jeff are connected. <laughs> Finally, you get me. Uh, I did have a little back and forth with them when they first started because I was questioning my, my first date, uh, stealing a car thing. And, um, 
at one time they said they concluded it was a bad day and then another person said that it was a good day but it's from the same account so i don't know who i'm talking to um but then i was thinking because i've listened to it and i have to say i have not had a lot of bad dates i would have had is bad dates that turn into long bad relationships i have not i don't like i didn't really date a lot it always is like well i guess we're together now <laughs> You've had bad boyfriends, <laughs> bad tippers, bad, tipper. bad sons. <laughs> JK. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, I have a shall call out. This could be something like to your Mike's Hard Lemonade. I feel like it's giving you something, but also it's taking something away. Right. So I would like to call out myself and shout out people who listen because Last week is a perfect example, and maybe today too, because who knows how this show is going to go. But I, I will take notes, and they're kind of like loose. And in my mind, I'm like, I got this. I'm going to articulate this point. Then I'm going to be so on the ball. And then by the time we recorded last week, which was probably t- like later, we had b- been doing stuff all day and just probably tired. I couldn't remember administration, the word administration. I mean, just things like that where it's just like, Really? you can't like get to one point. I said like so many fucking times. My apologies, Shannon Lee Bruns. And not that he complained, but like I'm doing it right now. But when I edited, I thought, really? I, oh, and shout out, shout out to people who listen and make it through to the very bitter end because I truly appreciate uh, you being there for me, with us, with me. Uh, also, I have a call out to anti-vaxxers because... I got my booster. I'm triple vaxxed, baby. But you know what? I feel fucking bad for more than one reason. I feel sick all week. It sucks. But I feel like I'm having to get triple vaxxed because you people won't get vaxxed. And it fucking pisses me off that we all aren't in this together. It fucking pisses me off. It's been really... Uh, PMS might be part of it. But uh, a little angry this week. A little bitter. A little... Uh, I'm doing my part. Anybody else? Uh, I have another call out actually to Trice <laughs> because he took umbrage with uh, us talking about um, people mm. who die from fl- yeah yeah and um, and you know I meant to say it doesn't make me happy it gives me joy <laughs> when people die who uh, spread nonsense on yeah. facebook and then get sick and then go to the hospital and then they're all boo-hoo i feel bad and i'm gonna die uh you know who doesn't feel bad me uh-huh. you know so who's you not a str- die you know who's not a strain on the system the medical community that is overworked me you the people that are doing our part and getting our goddamn vaccination uh, i mean fuck they deserve it, really. And I, I don't get joy. Well, I kind of do. <laughs> we already went through that. I think I get more joy when I see the the progression of posts where they're like, fuck all of you sheep, you fucking sheeple, you're pieces of shit. Just follow your leader. Where's your tinfoil hat? And then it's like, pray for me or go fund me. We're dead. Like, okay, well. You know, if these people really wanted to be the heroes they claim to be, they would not get vaxxed, but then when they get sick, yes. instead of going to the hospital, yes. they would walk into the ocean and die. Yeah. And not infect anyone else. They would pull a Norman Maine. 
can sea animals get uh, COVID? <laughs> I was wondering that because I was watching The Real Housewives and it was right at the beginning of 2020 where they're like, 2020 is going to be the best year ever. I'm like, oh, here we go. Buckle up, everybody. I can't wait to watch this shit unfold. And they went somewhere on a boat and I saw these dolphins. I was like, I forgot. Can dolphins get COVID? <laughs> Wasn't there a time where they were saying like cows were getting COVID or animals were getting I- it? I remember people saying, like, Gorillas. Oh, can cats and dogs get it? Because, uh, you know, people with their pets, they were afraid. But who knows? I mean, they already get the coronavirus vaccines every year. The the yeah. animals. Pets do. By law, you have to. Coronavirus? Yeah. They do? Yeah. That's a thing? Yeah. For okay. forever and always, I'm like... The weirdest thing is when everything hit and I was like, huh, I got to take George to get his coronavirus vaccination. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> it never dawned on me. Um, anyway, <clears throat> I'm sure it's a different strain, but still, it's like, whatever. Can I stop saying like, I don't know. Maybe I can't. You're a valley girl. Just own up to it. Just steer into <laughs> it, Lisa. I'm a valley, no. <laughs> Gag me. <laughs> I can't even pretend. Are you going to start doing that weird talk Allison was doing? Oh, my God. Did that make your stomach hurt in like kind of a good and bad way? Uh, It was disturbing. Yes. Like ASMR where like I hate ASMR. I hate ASMR. But there are certain things that I do like the shuffling of papers and like stuff like that. But that one I was like, "Ah!" I liked it the way other people reacted, but it also made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Wasn't it Greg that he was like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, was it on that episode? I don't know. I remember someone had a very strong reaction. I thought it was like Wendy Molyneux, but maybe. Oh, she wasn't maybe. On. I love her strong reaction to card shuffling now. I love that. That that bit, at least, is like has been a nice thread of funny and she's instantly like mad when it comes up (laughs) anyway do we have any bff hotline calls no we do not oh probably because no one knows the number as always Mm. it is 818 bff 0732 ac beans you're you're letting us down left and right we haven't heard from Demian in a while i'm used to that but come on Maybe, I mean, I don't want to, you know, put these bad vibes out there, but mm. what if a termite ate him? <laughs> you know, the termites got sick of being eradicated. Can you imagine like, like a Debian-shaped termite just cruising the <laughs> Bay Area? <laughs> well, I mean, check the news. You never know. <sighs> it's like it's like uh, in Seinfeld when Kramer was beating up all the kids in the karate class. <laughs> and then finally the termites are like, no, we got to put a stop to this. They gang up. They ate Demian. Until he calls in, that's the only conclusion we can come to. I, I mean, it's the only logical one. So I guess we'll see. Maybe we'll get it. A maybe a termite will call in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, shall we talk about Monday? I guess. All right. <laughs> It's funny because the one thing that I wanted to talk about at the beginning, I was like, I hope that this doesn't coincide with our show, but I felt like it was a very clunky beginning on Monday. (laughs) 
Like very clunky. That was the chair. Did you just light up a J? Oh no! I I, I took a sip of this uh, stupid pineapple lemon and it's kind of tart. Oh, so I did like a smack. <laughs> uh, it was just I, and I know like we do this too sometimes. Where you're trying to get a show going, you're like, we're going to go down this road that we always go, and it's going to be funny, rapport, and then it's like, chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Like, that's how it was for, like, for a bit on the Monday show. For me, I was like, you're, sometimes I feel like Allison tries to over-describe the beginning of the show too much. She's like, just get into it. Just go for it. And then sometimes Tony's not giving to her. Not giving it to her, man. <laughs> uh, so it was short and sweet-ish. <laughs> You know, I couldn't even remember who was on this week. Mm. Um, yeah, I think, well, since they start with Tony, mm. it kind of is on him. Yes. Or both of them, really, to, uh, you know, start it off smooth-like. Yes. But I don't recall it being so herky-jerky, but I listen at like 1.5 speeds sometimes, you know? I didn't uh, for, for the first half, but the second half, I was like, this is a very slow episode. There wasn't a lot for us to talk about, I don't think, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed hearing Jody Sweeten talk. Um, I think when Allison starts the show and then she's like, we'll get to our guests soon, but just wait in the wings for a second and still is like, ta- it just... I don't know. It just felt clunky to me. And maybe it's just my, I always have to feel like maybe it's my own whatever else because I was having a shitty week this week. Like Monday I was depressed. Tuesday I get my shot and then I feel like garbage. And then I'm listening to these shows. So maybe it's just my own perception. But Alexa, what are you trying to tell me now? Oh, okay. <clears throat> so Jody said, actually, Allison brought this up that Jody had said this, that uh, people, humans don't change anything until they're terribly uncomfortable. And as soon as she said that, I was like, hmm, maybe I'm not human because it takes me a long time to actually <laughs> um, make change. But then when she started talking about it, I thought that does make sense because you get comfortable in your own like crapulence and it has to get a different sort of terrible, I guess, to finally change because change sucks and it's hard. And even when you know you need to, it's just, it's hard. Yeah. It's kind of like the frog in the boiling water. Yes. Um, if, if you just cranked the heat up, you know, from the beginning, the frog would have jumped on out of there. That's true. So she kind of, she kind of has a point. I've been sitting in frog soup for like 20 years. And didn't even realize it. I was like, okay. oh, am I getting cooked? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's at first I was like, no. And I thought, okay, you're totally right. And that makes sense. And sometimes we're forced to change. And sometimes that's easier. <laughs> but uh, she, Jody was also talking about, I didn't really realize that she went through a lot of like drug and alcohol stuff. And I guess a lot of child stars do. And she was talking about hitting rock bottom and having to stop lying to herself to make a change. And it sounds like she's, I mean, she was, she had a normal job out there in the world. Sounds like she kind of figured her shit out. So it was kind of nice to hear a good ending to, you know, or not an ending, but, you know, a good story. Positive. I wonder what it is about uh, child stars 
that lead them to uh, so many drugs and alcohol? Or is it just the L.A. lifestyle? Well, I mean, you've seen how, what it's like here. It's pretty go, go, go over here. Flashy. <laughs> well, you know, I've been out here, Lisa, now for two years. I know. And you're finally done with us, aren't you? And, well, you know, no one has offered me drugs at all since I've been here. Well, except for you. Two months, two days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. But, I mean, I went, I went to Georgia for like three days and I got offered drugs right away you know so mm. wow what, what is it about these uh, child stars that people are just like hey they want drugs what about me i want drugs i think the thing is is do you <laughs> first of all <laughs> um okay we can make that happen i don't drugs are lame i really we don't when you boil it down it's just like lame it's not fun it's stupid it's for losers but um Obviously, there's drugs going to be on the set of things because people feel like they need to do... I don't know. There's a party atmosphere. And especially if you have a lot of money and a lot of things available to you and you have a dumb childhood brain that's just like, that makes sense. Let's do this. You know, you're in a different environment that you don't have like a parent saying like, hey, let's, you know, parent you. You're parented by other kids or just being on... I don't know. Indulgence. Too much money. That's all. Freedom. <laughs> You're just going to let me ramble words off, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah. As per usual. So speaking of being a teenager, uh, having teenagers, she went into that and Allison was saying how different it is to have boys and girls because she has boys and Jody has two girls and Jody was saying like how hard it is because you your buddies, your pals turn into like these kind of demon people. And Allison was saying how a lot of ma or parents would say, you know, if you have boys, they're going to be your best friend. It's like, yeah, that's exactly how my situation is. Because I feel like my daughter is in competition with me. She's always trying to like push the boundaries and push push a lot of shit with me she still has like that sweetness that's there, that used to always be there where like she didn't want to leave my side and now she's just like uh, she's a harder one but my son he's 16 and he's like a buddy like he is so like thoughtful and sweet and wants to take care of me but i'm like no no that's not your job you can just take care of you i'll take care of you that's my job um but he's just uh, easy and so I was always scared of having a teenage boy because I being around teenage boys when I was a teenager was horrifying. And I just thought, oh, my God, what if I have one of these horrifying teenage boys? And um, so far, knock on wood. Go ahead, Laura. <laughs> um, <laughs> always hard. That's cool. Um, just, uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting journey in life and as much as i much more freedom that i have now that they're older i still have so much work ahead of me to deal with um raising humans it's uh, not easy people it's not like getting a dog so <clears throat> it's easier right you just throw a bowl of water on the ground and some kibble and you're good right i mean with a dog you have to take more care there's you know extra uh so jody went to chapman university which i was like oh that's cool and they went to a bunch of like local chat which um 
I my aunt used to live in the in Seal Beach where she grew up but the fact that she went to Chapman is cool I wonder if she went for acting or what that's the ch- that's the college that's in my city so um curious to know when she went to school here I don't think I even uh, remember hearing that, but I'm curious if she ever stayed at Big Mama's house. I mean, we should ask. I should ask if she stayed at Big stayed at Big Mama's house. <laughs> if she reenacted any of the scenes from that thing you do, uh, or from Clock Stoppers, or s- surviving or did, Christmas, did she, did she meet up with Ben Affleck when he was here? I mean, or James G- Gandolfino? Did she ever drive her car straight through the <laughs> uh, circle? <laughs> I mean, she may have. <laughs> we can ask her this. Lots of Go fun questions that I'm sure she'd be ex- really excited to um, answer. So they got to the questions portion and <laughs> Jody sort of misunderstood, I think, how this goes. So Allison said, Whitney C wants to know what kind of soda are you? Or do you, you know, and Jody thought she meant what kind of soda does she think that Whitney is? And she says she's great. She has great Fanta vibes. <laughs> I was like, what? What a weird concept that someone's like, what kind of soda do you think I am? I'm a stranger. You know my name. What kind of soda do you think I am? And she's just like, she's giving me great Fanta vibes. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> I I actually thought that was kind of accurate. I was I oh same. <laughs> I was like that's kind of yeah maybe knee high maybe no Fanta that's because also Fanta is not super common here. It's more isn't that more like a southern thing? I and mean, we have some Fanta, but like don't you want to? <laughs> this is like one of those. <laughs> um, Shit, what was that show where it was like a, a three-way blind date where there's like a partition and then you're like... Oh, blind date? You know, if I was an ice cream... No, not no, blind no. date. Um, that the was dating game. The show. dating game. My the mom was on game, that sure. in the 70s. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, if you were a, if you were a soda, yes. what kind of soda yes. would you be? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, a couple of things. Uh, Whitney, I would like to know if you felt like that was accurate of of you or what soda you think that you are. Uh, Rafi, what soda do you identify as or with or being? Oh, that's a good question. I'm RC Cola because those are my initials uh, and no one wants me. Oh. I'm not the first option. You're not Tab. <laughs> but but I feel like RC Cola yeah, is, not, is better uh, than Pepsi. But like, why do they get such a bad rap? I was going to say, but when you get a taste, you realize this is better than I thought. Oh, it is yours. A secret sweetie. <laughs> okay. And I'm, all, and I'm always on sale. <laughs> Do they even ha- in, they still have in, RC uh, Cola anywhere? I mean, the worst one would be Shasta. So I feel like you or PS Soda or whatever, private selection or president's choice. Yeah, I was going to say, whatever, like, the store brands, like, Safeway yeah. store brand, that's probably the worst. So, I grew up... Oh, wait, that's what, <laughs> that's what Allison drinks. This. Uh, oh, God. The Refreshé is, like, the store brand of Albertsons, yeah, right? Of, uh, yeah, Vaughn, Safeway, whatever. Um, yeah, I uh, I like... So, Jody's answer was root beer, but then I thought, if she's saying because she identifies as root beer or if she likes root beer, I'm not sure. Because my first thought about myself was a classic Coca-Cola. 
But then I was like, that's just because I love that. I don't know what I would be. Orange Fanta? Well, when I started uh, my job, Mm -hmm. they, during orientation, they made us go around and, you know, it's like, introduce yourself, tell us something about yourself, and tell us your favorite Coke I would love to be on a fly on the wall in that moment. (laughs) It was the stupidest (laughs) fucking thing ever, but... I was like, well, the only thing I enjoy from Mm. them is Mexican Mm -hmm. Coke. So I'm going to pick that. Um, Yeah, I think. Yeah, if I had to pick, I would definitely be a Coke. Mexican Coke uh, or a classic Coke. Both those are just the best sodas out there. Yes. Uh, But I wouldn't say I was the best soda out there. So I would say pineapple Shasta. (laughs) The three liter. Oh, Lisa's having a party. Yeah. Have you ever had Cactus Cooler? Yeah. What do you think? Eh. I don't like any of these newfangled greenish, orangish, whatever those, like, I don't want your Ecto Cooler. I don't want your Cactus Cooler. I don't want your Mountain Spoo. I don't want Squirt. I don't, I hate all of that shit. It's too chemical, like too chemically, just sort of, um... Like Red Bull has that weird its own flavor thing. That's kind of how those are for me. Hmm. Like root beer okay. tastes like something. I love root beer, and I love and I I never got into Dr Pepper. Um, I'll drink Pepsi if I have to, but I don't even drink soda. But when I do, it's Coke. I do like Sprite. Sprite's good too. And once in a while, I'll crave like a an orange Fanta or like uh, Sunkiss soda or whatever orange soda, whatever. I don't. Wow. I never got into slice, even though I sang the jingle. I was never. <laughs> you know, I know the song by heart. But uh, do you want to? Do you want to sing it with me? Then memories. <laughs> oh, I was like, I don't remember it. I just remember oh. it's the Hawaii Five O song. Yeah. Well, Refresh our memories. Uh, should I give the backstory or just do the jingle? <laughs> you know, we all know the backstory. <laughs> just laying on the beach in San Clemente, New Mandarin Orange S L I C E. Ten percent fruit juice, and it's caffeine free. Um, I don't know why they didn't choose that for a commercial, but I feel like it's a winner. Um, I think Ponch is uh, his ears are burning somewhere. <laughs> My new AKA Ponch, not Poncherello. It's just Ponch. <laughs> That's sad because it's true. Okay. Um. Anyway. That was a, a fun question. Silly and fun. Do you have anything else for Monday before we move on to our new seggy? Absolutely not. Before we do our new segment, I would like to remind everyone, BFF Christmas, December 11th, 6 p.m. at Tam O'Shanter. We have two seats available. Shocking they're not just snatched up yet. But if you're, you know, going to be in town or if you're local, come join us. Come meet us. Um... That's an inside joke that there's not me doing bad Spanish. But also, I was thinking it's time to plan our yearly group record. I know I feel like we've had so many uh, making up for last time, but we usually do it at the end or we are going to start doing it at the end of March, which we did last time, which is not last year, but two years ago, 2020, before the shit hit the fan. But I was thinking 
we should do a February one. And what do you think about the last weekend of February? How's that work for you, Loroff? Works great for me. Okay, so if you're going to be uh, wanting to join this, come come join us. <laughs> That's a sentence. The February 25th through 27th, um, come to my house. We're going to have a Allison Rosen weekender. It'll be fun. Uh, yeah, right? Uh, maybe. Oh. <laughs> Depends who shows up. You know, if the whole gang is here, it's going to be a great time. Agreed. All right. I think it's time to hear our new segment with Dr. J and LK. It's unworthy. I didn't listen, but I wonder if they're... What? Nothing. (laughs) No. I wonder if they have a jingle or if it's just going to be... I guess we'll find out. They do not have a jingle. Okay. And that's fine. We don't have to have a jingle for everything. Hello, this is LK and Dr. J here for some unworthy. Hello, everybody. Uh, this week, should I do it as, as professional as like Lisa does it when I tell you what the. <gasps> yeah. Okay, I'll be professional like Lisa. Okay, this week, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to cover the November 12th episode uh, of Upworthy Weekly with Allison and Todd. And it's called, let's see, this is, this is how Lisa does it, right? This is how the sausage is made. Uh Uh-huh. Called, um, like, I'm just waiting for my thing to stop scrolling so I can read it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Pete Davidson's love life. Platonic. Oh, look, I accidentally pushed play. This is really good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I can't see the whole title. Oh, platonic marriage and... Uh, Shaquille's or Shaq's parenting. Um, yes. Okay. So the first one they talk about, and when Allison was saying about this show, uh, her podcast, when she was advertising it on or talking about it rather on her other podcasts, um, she said that these are all stories that come from Upworthy, like the website. I thought some uh-huh. of them were pulled from like Twitter or something, but maybe Upworthy has mentioned these, which makes sense that they're all going to come from the website, but. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. So they cover first uh, ironic habit. And basically someone said that they started you know, making a habit of things by doing it ironically at first. You know, and, and I was just wondering, do you have, are you able to set habits easily? Or, you know, what's your take on, on habits and how you keep them? Um, For me, it's, I guess it's just, starting doing it which I don't know how to say (laughs) like it's like yeah duh obviously but like for like exercising I kind of have to do something every day or else I feel like I'm not on a streak anymore so like I'll try to you know exercise every day even if it's just for 10 minutes just so I feel like I didn't skip a day um and I get that way like if I'm eating something healthy. Like if I'm drinking smoothies, it's like, okay, every morning smoothie for breakfast. Like I don't have to think about it. It's that decision is made for me. And uh, well, except when I'm, you know, not at home, but I guess that's, that's just the way to do it is just to go, this is what I do now. (laughs) 
It's kind of like the Steve Jobs way of doing things, right? You're just going to wear one outfit every single day. So you take the thought out of it. So yep. you do it. Um, cause they, you know, they was talking about how they ironically think like, I'm going to be the type of person that wakes up at 5am every morning. Um, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it just becomes a habit. I think, uh, for me, thanks for asking. I'm kidding. I'm just completely, <laughs> asking, completely kidding. Um, it was, I was thinking like, what do I do? And I think for me, I like to have a goal, a, a measurable goal. And I, um, more like, hey, by this date, I'm going to do this thing. So whether mm-hmm. it's I'm going to do this race or I'm going to um, save up enough money to, you know, go somewhere, that kind of thing. And uh, those goals were e- more easily achieved or maybe like less thought went into them. And I just did it mm-hmm. before I had kids. And then when you have kids, it's like a huge distraction because your goals get put to the side. Mm-hmm. especially when they're younger um, because then they have things that you need to help them with. Um, so, I mean, not in like a bad way. It's just the way life is. Yes. So I think I was better at it when I was younger. Um, but I definitely need some sort of motivation and goal. And yeah, I think that's how I, I work, like a challenge. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy challenges and then I have to do something where I push myself to the to the most or like – kind of like you like if I don't do a little bit each day then I feel like I'm not doing it mm-hmm. so I feel like if I'm not and I know this is probably not the healthy way but if I'm not like dying after a workout then it's not a good workout which is completely <laughs> false like, any movement is good movement I know that from a scientific you know basis but yes. I just like to keep pushing myself so I feel for me I feel like I've done something so, yeah. yep I get it yeah and how he said like um how Todd said he would like hate to feel like someone thinks he's doing something sincerely. Oh, I right. really identified with that. Like I I've never worked out at a gym and like, I'm like, even when I briefly was trying running, I would bring my dog with me. And I think like it was partly to be like, Oh, I don't, I don't care about my, my health. I'm just walking the dog. <laughs> like if anybody sees me. <laughs> That's funny because I don't know, maybe I just grew up. Like, my friends and I always went to the gym, like, in high school and up. It was just a fun thing to do together. So it wasn't like, oh, we're going to get swole. (laughs) It was just like, hey, let's go to the gym, like, and just have fun. Um, And that's good motivation, too, to have a buddy to do it with. I've never done that. That's what I'm missing. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny that he was like, I don't want my wife to see me sweat. And like, and I'm like, oh, who cares? But I get it. I get it. That that whole dog thing, that's so funny. I can can relate to that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you okay what's the next topic you wanted to cover that they talked about um I don't remember what order it was in it might be Pete Davidson I think so I think so this important topic of Pete Davidson yeah I, mm, yeah what do you want to say about it <laughs> I feel like a lot of people say like oh how does he like I, I think a lot of uh actors out there have dated a lot of you know hot women actors Mm -hmm. like he has so I don't know why he's like singled out a lot I guess he's not like traditionally handsome and like he has like they said that he went to rehab and he like lived with his mom until he was older um but I don't know I just feel like he's probably just a nice guy and funny and I'm fine with him having these ladies <laughs> he just looks to me like like having, all of the guys I having them high school with like he's yeah, just like ordered them no, from them. i'm fine with you getting those 
<laughs> what do you think? Um, I just think it's interesting that people, I don't know, maybe it's kind of like accomplice soul. Like, how are you getting these? It's like, I don't like, just, I don't know. I don't really <laughs> care. And I think it is about confidence and charm. And I, I just don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't care as much as other people do. It's, it's entertainment. But they they kept, they talked about pickleball, which I it, oh and yes to Pete Davidson, and I've never played it, never played of it, I've never played it, never heard of it until maybe like five years ago. Still haven't played it. Um, but now uh-huh. that I see like in the city rec classes they're offering it. I played racquetball growing up. I mean, not like <laughs> not like <laughs> or anything like that, but like you know, you go to the gym, yeah, and yeah, racquetball courts, but um. Yeah, I don't know. Have you played pickleball? No, and I hadn't heard of it until uh, sometime during quarantine, William and I went to Rite Aid and it was like randomly in like the toy aisle, there was pickleball, like a pickleball paddle and ball, Mm -hmm. like not probably like a real one or anything, but he was like, "Ooh, I need this. So we got it. And uh, (laughs) it's, I mean, we don't know the actual rules of pickleball, but Mm -hmm. I... I think it was just mentioned on a podcast, like right before I saw it there. And I was like, what the heck? It really is this new thing, you know, but I, I heard of it through and, you know, Leanne, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. It feels like it's a huge game that a lot of Latter-day Saints play, or at least oh. it seems like a lot of people that, I don't know, maybe it's just my algorithm from knowing Leanne that I get these people talking about it who happen to be. Um, Latter-day Saints. Um, but maybe it is the Pete Davidson of, of that <laughs> pickleball. <laughs> and, but Todd said it's like tennis, but less running. And I love tennis. Um, oh. But pickleball, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'd try it, but. Hmm. Yeah. It looks, sounds like fun. Sounds like it's fun. a fun name. Right. Pickleball. Yeah, that is fun yeah. to say. <laughs> um, they talked about life friends and, uh, you know, basically doing like a long-term roommate friendship situation. Mm-hmm. I, I think with this one, I would need more info because, you know, are these, just, is this really just like an asexual relationship where they make like a long-term out of it? You know, like Allison said, like what happens when you fall in love with someone else that's not your best friend partner for life? Mm-hmm. Um, and Todd went into, I had a roommate named Oscar and I thought it was going to be like a bosom buddies like bit. <laughs> that's just me being old. <laughs> any, uh, <laughs> any thoughts on the life friend partnership for life thing? Well, it reminded me of the show Grace and Frankie. Oh, Cause it's yeah. like, yeah. that's kind of like what, what they're doing. And I'm like, the, like until Allison brought up the point of like, but what if you fall for someone or, you know, like, what if, yeah, you're, you're in this non-sexual relationship with, mm-hmm. you know, your life partner platonically. And then what if you do fall for someone? I guess that's the only question that I would have, but then they were like, yeah, but that could happen, you know, in a regular relationship too. And I guess I, I thought about um, like the golden girls, that seems like a good situation. Well, yeah. Grace and Frankie. I, I just go right to my TV moms. <laughs> <laughs> but also that's like elderly, right? Like you've done the marriage thing, you're done, you're done raising kids or, you know, that part of your life, your child yeah. years are behind you. Kind of and I guess they're saying like, the, this is for younger people and maybe even raising a child together. And like, I think you should be able to you know, buy a house and share your expenses and your, mm-hmm. you know, benefits and stuff with someone. 
like that sounds good but yeah there could definitely be some questions i don't know interesting for the young thing it seems oh sorry i don't mean to yawn i'm so tired for the young thing it does seem like it could get it's easier to get messier because there are a lot of things that you're still wanting to do in life yes um not that you stop doing things when you're old but you know um talking about older uh they talked about shacks um (laughs) uh parenting basically he's saying i'm rich my kids aren't rich um they need to do their own thing except for unless you're my daughters and i'm gonna give you money which is just that's just i don't even want to give that thought but you can if you want uh but i think the one good thing that came out of it was when todd was mentioning you know you give your kids enough so they do something now while his you know as long as you're not going to sit around xbox all life it's like that's a very lazy analogy and a very old person analogy especially like when yes. streamers and and uh, gamers out there so the whole like sit around playing xbox thing is tiring but yes. i thought it was true you give your kids enough so they do something kind of like setting them up for success but what did you think about the shack thing giving money only to his daughters um yeah i uh, <laughs> i could i could like hear people in my family saying stuff like that like the older you know people in my family saying like oh yeah you got to help your daughters or whatever it just sounds like something i've heard before but um yeah, it. I think he should help his kids equally if he's going right. to help them. Right. Because uh, I mean, girls are just as capable as the boys. I mean, as a daughter, I'm like, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> Same. Right. And then do you want to talk about the last thing, the death thing? Sure. Yeah. So uh, they were talking about how when someone passes away and if you continue to uh, leave them voicemails or texts. And, um, Todd was saying that he texted his friend who passed away as, as he was watching the game that his friend was supposed to be there at with him. And that was really touching. Um, and then Allison talked about the TikTok of, and I should have watched the TikTok. I forgot, um, where a woman was getting all these voicemails from someone, uh, who was leaving voicemails for her, uh, husband who had passed away. Um, and I guess this lady had his phone number and I'm, I'm wondering if she actually shared all the voicemails on TikTok. And if so, if that's like a little bit of a violation of that woman's privacy, because she didn't mean to, uh, be broadcasting them. Um, but that was all really touching. And, but that, that did make me go, Hmm, I wonder if that's okay. Yeah. That's something I didn't ever really think about. I think I just think, oh, I have the ones that I've saved, like the voicemails of people. Um, And, you know, if when my relatives call and, you know, if I wish me happy birthday, the ones I don't get to talk to all the time, um, I will save those. Like, I'll be like, okay, I don't want to delete those messages because what if something like happens and I want to at least hear their voice because it's not people I see all the time. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's interesting. The whole privacy thing. Uh, Yeah. especially if she played it that's like deeply personal kind of kind of stuff um yeah that 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 is something to question the whole privacy thing uh you know allison bringing up was it her or was it todd this the advice that just because someone's gone doesn't mean the love is gone that you can still have that Mm -hmm. love in your heart which i thought is a very like healed way of thinking because first you have to let go of the fact the person's no longer there yeah like that's what people are mourning that they can't 
see the person mm-hmm. or talk to the person. But, and that's probably why these people, you know, still want to, you know, write letters or voicemail or text because you still want to feel connected in a way that's on earth right now. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that it was a nice sentiment that she gave. Um, but I thought that sounded like a very like healed way of saying it. Yeah. Yeah. She put that really nicely. Well, uh, yeah, this is almost 15 minutes. So are you oh boy. tired of us yet people? <laughs> we'll try to be more succinct next time but uh this is dj and lk telling you that we're not worthy have a good day we're not worthy (laughs) bye all right always great to hear from you two uh it's exciting that allison has a new show and i love your thoughts how about thursday how about it (laughs) (laughs) we were her little bucatini sent in by megan taylor on patreon this is cute. It's a pasta. I'm having a new pasta that I've never had today. And I'm excited about it, even though I don't really like pasta. But I'm making homemade sauce today. It's been cooking all day. And I'm excited to try this new pasta called Fusili Boca or Buca. Shit. I might be mixing it up. It would have been nice for me to actually like pay attention to it this morning. But anyway, it looks like really curly hair. Like long strands of curly hair. So I'm not thin like angel hair, but like curly spaghetti. But not gross like spaghetti, I hope. Anyway. But it's silly, like you. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Fusilli Bucati? Is that what it's called? Sounds problematic. Anyway. No no comment. Okay, uh, so Sarah Baker, Will- Wendy Molino, and Daniel and Tony are on this Thursday. I really, okay, so Dan, I broke Dan instead of Daniel, so now I kept calling him, almost saying Dan. <sighs> this is what happens when I don't have good notes. So they didn't, the, the men didn't talk too much. Sarah and Wendy and Allison talked the most. And I felt like, um, like I'm so excited she has a new podcast, but I still want, I still want another podcast from her. I want, I don't know if it's necessarily a gal chat podcast or if it's just, I want to hear her on with regular people. And maybe it's different than a Thursday show. It's just maybe two other women. I liked them chatting together, but then sometimes I like it when she just says all dudes on. I don't know. The dynamic definitely changes, and I did enjoy it. I mean, in it seems like everyone has a podcast now. Yeah. Um, I don't see why she, she couldn't do like another thing, all women type of thing. I think that would be good. But as we know with Allison, you know, she's not really... Mm motivated to do things without some uh coercion yeah do you think she only does new things if someone else says hey let's do this thing maybe and it's like already laid out for her sort of thing not in a bad way i mean like we've all been saying she's obviously spreading herself too thin already because she hasn't done the live stream in months but i think she needs to hire me 
to do all of the things that she's not doing that she doesn't have time to do other things for. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> sure. She needs an assistant. She needs someone to like clean up all of these little like things that take up her time. Oh, like putting away Halloween decorations <laughs> or yes. changing the um, clocks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, setting up her electronics. <laughs> oh, I'm glad this was only funny. I'm laughing at my own horrible <laughs> experience. So, okay. So Allison talked about her doing her minor surgery and they went into the topic of speaking up for yourself. And she was saying, you know, the doctor kept wanting to weigh her at every little interval where she thought, well, I don't want to do this anymore. And should I have just spoken up? And Winnie said, yes, 100%. Like, speak up for yourself. And I feel like in this instance, in a doctor's office, I feel like the reason why they're asking me for my weight would be there's a reason. So I would just go ahead and comply because I really just, I don't, I mean, you're already at the doctor. It sucks. Is getting weighed that much worse? I don't know. But um, but also in general, just speaking up, uh, I have a huge problem with that. And so like, there's no way I would be speaking up for myself in the doctor's office either. But I need Wendy there with me just doing everything. <laughs> or Dr. Chen. <laughs> hey, say this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this part was kind of frustrating to me because... How hard is it to stand on a scale? That, yes. But then, it, yeah. It'd be one thing if, like, you know, it, she was coming from, like, the North Pole where <laughs> she has, like, 10 layers of, like, <laughs> right winter gear yeah. on. And she's like, fuck, I got to take all this off just to get on the scale. That's one thing. Right. She, she might have a light jacket or something. Just get on the scale. What's the problem? I get it. They just weighed you. Yeah. But if you're going to get upset about, like, the... Uh, redundant uh, weighings. I think you should be more upset with the redundant paperwork where mm. every time you fucking yes. go in there, yes. you gotta put your name and your address and your fucking uh, insurance number thing and your fucking phone number and this and that. It's like, you have all this shit yes. already. Why do I have to fill these out every fucking time? Why can't they just have like a number like, when you go to the gym, they give you, like, a little fucking membership card. Yeah. You go to fucking King Supers, they give you your little loyalty card. I mean... Give me a little fucking card, <laughs> and then when I walk in, I just fucking scan the stupid thing, and then you know who the fuck I am. Yeah. Treat me like a blockbuster. I was here three days and ago. And scan me. You got all my info. You don't need anything more than that. I agree. I 100% agree. And, hey, has anything changed since the last time? Nope. Got it. Exactly. Cool. So we can skip this whole rigmarole where I'm sitting here for 15 minutes while my wallet's being stolen in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, then once they call you in from the waiting room, they put you in the smaller <laughs> waiting room. And it's called the waiting room. They're going to use it. <laughs> Is this a Big Bang Theory reference? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the only thing I quote. I know. So... Besides, besides wise men, but also they were saying people that don't wear their mask right and speaking up and saying something. It's like, would you say something to a mask hole? People that aren't oh wearing God. their mask right are not because they don't know what they're doing. They're flipping you off. They're saying, fuck you. Yeah, they're, a lot of these people are doing it on purpose to get a reaction from people or 
they're just stupid mouth breathing morons yes. anyway or they're just selfish and like well i'm gonna do this because i want to but my mask is still on so you can't you know it's it's gonna but, only cause problems if you say something oh yeah absolutely um if i had to interact with everyone that doesn't wear their mask properly i would never get anything done because i would just <laughs> have to stop every five minutes what i'm doing and then have a 20 minute argument with someone well i feel like this could be your whole tiktok right there because that would be interesting uh, for no I one don't uh, <laughs> do that chinese spyware i'm with daniel i love how i love how tiktok is the only one that steals information does anything <laughs> bad everyone else above board above board suck the dick of instagram no it's all bad <laughs> of course it's all bad i know but tiktok's bad. at least more enjoyable not a bunch of bullshit <laughs> i mean it's bullshit but it's Speak enjoyable bullshit anyway <laughs> i am <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh so speaking of wayne uh i think it was daniel that was saying in was it medieval times or some no not medieval times somewhere in england where they weigh you before you eat and after and at first i was like oh i'm triggered and then they're like because they want to make sure you had a good time i'm like okay (laughs) kind of into this make sure you got your you know your time's worth here um i think that is very stupid <laughs> I, i'm sure it's, it comes from like back in the days i don't know if they're still doing mm. this but he i think he said that if you don't gain like three pounds you know it's like what are they gonna make me go back in there right how about you just let me eat whatever the fuck i want to eat leave me alone i mean that's true and i'm surprised allison didn't bring up the uh fuck i already forgot what the name not administration. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the name of, oh, Claim Jumper, the restaurant where they used to weigh you to see how much they were going to charge you. <laughs> huh? Like, you go into the waiting room or whatever it's called, and they have a scale, and they weigh, I think they just, I think they just weighed the kids so they know how, like, wh- how much to charge you. So they charge you by the weight. Oh, my God. It's horrendous and horrifying. That's hilarious. <laughs> But by the way, I thought it was like, I thought it was like the entrance fee. Like if there was a, a buffet, you know, the buffet, that's right. the real ordeal. Right. So I wonder if like you walk in and they're like, oh, we got some uh, Texas big boys. Uh, we're going to charge them 35 bucks a head. Uh, we got some of these, uh, you know, uh, yoga wives. You know, we're going to charge them uh, 15 bucks. Right. They're just going to hit up the salad bar. Imagine being I thought it was like that. big A or big L over here <laughs> as a teenager where you have to saddle up, sidle up on this, uh, the scale in front of everybody to see how much you weigh before they know, like, how, you know, if you're getting charged for what meal or whatever. I wonder when they stopped doing this, but also have you've never been to Claim Jumper before? No. It's like giant portions. So everything is big. They had like the mother load, you know, is their dessert or whatever. Everything is, of course, related to mining, but their mother load cake or mud pie or whatever the fuck it was. And I would get chicken fried steak. It would come with like two giant slabs of steak. And then they would always give you the little sad mini red delicious apple on like a little pile of um, parsley. (laughs) Wow. Like you, the pig that you are, just shove that in your mouth and lay on the table. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that if anybody else has had to be 
go through this as a child. It was traumatic. It was when I would go, it was when my mom had remarried and we were like the Brady bunch. So they had three kids and they were all like my stepbrother was the captain of the football team. My stepsister looked like a model, like one of those, like just could always be in a bikini type of, and then my other stepsister was like sort of nerdy, but she was skinny dancer, like, everybody would they're all perfect they're like stepford children and then me comes clunking along so we go out to dinner it's like let's wait a big one for her. <laughs> maybe last <laughs> oh god humiliating that was around the time my mom sent me to jenny craig i believe <laughs> okay so apparently elliot is a low talker At times. At times. What do you make of this? I think he's been watching the greatest show of all time, <laughs> is what it sounds like. I think you might be right. Wouldn't that be great if it really was that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go through all the Seinfeld characters and be them. Um, I wonder if it's because he doesn't feel heard at home. Or it's just because he's a weirdo. Um, like, not weirdo, like in uh, whatever. Just normal weird kid things that they do phase i don't know what the cause is but i think better a low talker than a close talker that is for sure isn't that the dream like whenever you're out at a restaurant and kids are like yelling and being loud you're just like shut the fuck up you stupid little shit that so if your kid is just talking to you (laughs) fucking great (laughs) The only problem is if if they get frustrated that you can't hear them. That's the only part where it's going to be like, okay, so we're going to do this all day. You're going to have to well, then learn how to write. <laughs> that's when you uh, steal somebody's uh, hearing aid and crank it up to see if it works. Oh, God. So, and that was Wendy's comment where she's like, I wish, I wish my kids had this issue. Um, but I was also thinking, I wonder if Allison's ever been around Wendy and all of her kids and like that, that chaos, because I think it would be very eye-opening of like, maybe I don't have it so bad over here uh, with my low talker. (laughs) But also I was thinking, imagine Wendy's reality show. Like I would watch the show and I think it would be called Bonkers with Wendy Molyneux because I would want to, don't you want to see like how all of this works and happens? Like these two successful, she's extremely funny. I don't know about her husband. Sounds like they've got, a handle on this parenting thing as hard as it is it sounds like they're doing a great job but wouldn't you want to watch this show uh me no but others probably <sighs> don't you think it should be a show how about that me no but others probably <laughs> if it were up to me there'd be like three shows oh god that's it uh, and they're all Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> So, Seinfeld, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm. And, oh, and Bee Buds. Um, huh? Bee Buds. What the fuck is that? The marijuana show that happens uh, in a treehouse. Are you making this up? That Wendy made up with uh, Sarah Baker on this very episode? Oh, definitely not that one. No. <laughs> with Meryl Streep, Dave Faustino, and Nicole Kidman? No, you don't want to see this. Oh, that Meryl Streep. She's such a phony baloney. 
<laughs> no thanks. El yeah. Paso, as you would say. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, it was funny until it wasn't. <laughs> I just, lo- I, it always is funny when Allison tries to go along with it. It's like, this just isn't your thing, girl. I just think it's not. But Sarah was giving me, I know you're not a Real Housewives fan, but she sounded exactly like Erica Moriarty. Or you might know her as her her stage name, Erica Jane. Because <laughs> I know you're probably a big fan of her work. <laughs> oh, is she in Pino? No. Oh. I mean, probably at some, well, she was a stripper originally until she met her, her billionaire husband. Who's been bilking people out of their money uh, left and right, apparently. Yeah, I was going to say they uh, surely met at like a uh, library oh. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um, no, she's no, her... a, a quote-unquote singer now, too. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Her her voice sounded very familiar. And then when she said uh, that she's been on Bob's Burgers or when oh. said it, I don't know, somebody, I was like, oh, that's probably where I know her from because... Even Wendy said, like, with that voice, you know, you she had to be in an anima- animated show. True. And I've always said the same thing about David Huntsberger. I'm like, how come Wendy hasn't thrown him a bone? He's huh. got an interesting voice that would be good Oh, my gosh, you're so also. right. Like, that little, like, dry sense of humor character. <laughs> little, I don't know why I said little. He just pictures this, like, this little kid just like, what, how does his voice go again? <laughs> I don't recall. How does it go? Hey. Hey, I'm Dave Huntsberger. Oh, my God. He's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wait, That's was, my VO work. There you go. There was some impression that I was going to make you do because they talked about doing voiceover. Mm. Oh, that's what it was. In the, in the Dream Team text messages just uh, not too long ago, you uh, were doing your South African impression. Can we hear oh, some of that? Safe? <laughs> I'm from South Africa. Why are I you actually white? I actually knew a South African African and I don't remember her ever saying her ever saying Scythe. <laughs> oh, and uh, so that leads me to you because you have a vast knowledge of Australia. So what is your uh, Australian. How do you say zoo in Australia? And what's your best Australian accent? Which I think Saith is more Australian, as Wendy said. Um, I never even thought about how to say zoo, but I guess they do say it more like zoo. <laughs> um, but I don't know why if I was going to do <laughs> yeah. my Australian accent, it would go, maybe the dingo ate your baby. <laughs> the dingo ate your baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would just chuckle to myself at this lame dinner party. <laughs> Especially because my fiance has lost the poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This whole thing, her scythe. I just like how she's like, I've got bra- groundbreaking info, guys. I know a word and you need to figure out where it's from and who says it. And it's like, first of all, I don't think so. <laughs> Well, why are you saying Saith for some no reason? I like how she's like, what if you're in South Africa and you're like, I'm lost. I, wh- where is Saith? <laughs> uh, it's funny. Funny stuff. Great. You know my my voices in improv is not good, so I, I don't even know why I even try. Yours is good. You've won games over it, so. Literally a game I won once. I feel like if we did it again, you would win again. <laughs> 
Well, that's because the competition is. Uh, well, well, actually. You. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. But you put yourself into it. Me, I am too embarrassed or too like nervous to put it out there and just like let my guard down to just try it and do it. I get up well, too much shit in my head and then I'm like, ooh, I don't want to be look stupid. And then I'm just look stupid. Like if you just do it, it's like not accepting a compliment. You're just like making it worse. Just like do it. You know, it's when when your whole life is an embarrassment. It's like <laughs> what's one more uh, sad display of yourself. You I mean, know? that's true. That is very true. Uh, oh, I wanted to ask you what words you learned in Australia. Austra- sorry, how you say it? Australia. Australia. Uh, what words did I learn in Australia? There's a ute. <laughs> and not to be confused with the utes oh. from uh, my cousin Vinny. <laughs> uh, a ute is a, like, imagine a, a It's kind of like an El Camino, basically. That's a ute. Oh. Um, there's that. I really wait, are we talking one. about a horse or a car? A car. Okay, I thought a car first. I'm like, wait a second. I know they have weird animals down there, but... Wait, you think an El Camino is a an animal? Isn't it a horse? <laughs> I don't know. I don't are know no Portuguese. Palomino? For sure, I probably am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what other words? Once again, shout there? out to the people who listen. Because, <laughs> God... Oh, there was a there was a word that I learned, but I forgot it already. And I think I said it on here when I came back. I was in line at the Formula One race to get some uh, beers, and it said, you know, like, ah, oh, fuck, what do they call it? I was like, what the fuck is a blank? And the two uh, Australian uh, Utes in front of me turned around and they go, it's a wiener. Or something like that. Or, no, it's a sausage, mate. Or something like that. And I was like, the fuck? I was like, that's what they call a sausage? It sounded like a, something dirty, if I recall. I'm oh. going to Google this. Tubi? <laughs> no, you're thinking of a, a streaming site. Oh. <laughs> I forgot. How did I not know El Camino, what it means? I obviously should know what that means. That's so stupid. What the fuck? No. This one says snag. That's not it. BT Dubs, are you looking at what is wiener in Australian? Yeah, I'm I would love at, to see your search history. Australian I know wieners. you don't don't duck that go, so I want to see that whole search history. <laughs> oh wait, you incognito, <laughs> oh. don't you? Oh no, I'm just in regular old. Look at you. Safari. I'm not ashamed of this. Fast and loose with your uh, ding dong. Oh, maybe maybe it was that snag but but first Snags. of all where where were you that this this word came up in conversation and how i what's the context I, lisa are you listening no <laughs> i literally just said i was at the formula you One were at the in oh. line to get beers i don't know why in my mind you were in a convenience store in line <laughs> <laughs> oh boy okay. um anyway this is what happens when i drink coffee and water only I need a beverage to, like, chill the fuck out. Yeah, you do. <sighs> it's almost time for that. It's drink o'clock already? Mm, not yet. It's getting close. I have oh, to wait until, probably, like, uh, three-ish. I think it's time for your sponge bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, actually. Uh, 
Okay. Let's see. Oh, okay. So Allison was reading, doing some of her uh, sponsor reads, whatever they're called that I can't remember. But she, one of her sponsors is the Peacock. Is that channel or like a streaming service? I don't even know. I don't even think I care. It's channel, right? So anyways, there's a real Housewives group crossover show that I'm super intrigued by. Ever since I started watching The Real Housewives, I was like, why haven't they done one of these cheesy throw all these people from different places into like one house like especially like the real assholes like let's put them in a in a house and see how they act because your reality until you're not reality and then why not make it a game show too but i am super excited about watching this i'm sure it's gonna be a real letdown because people suck but anyway her sponsors are uh she's got some good sponsors not good but you know what i mean like big yeah. I was telling my son one of her sponsors, I forgot what it was and I why I was talking about it. And he was like, That's one of her sponsors? She's a baddie. <laughs> like, um Yeah, she's got a lot of big sponsors, but she's like, you know, nothing to sneeze at here, kid. Uh, I think he oh, said she's oh. an icon, not baddie, sorry. Okay. Um okay. <laughs> I also enjoy... Okay, so we got some fun, more fun facts this week. I feel like they're slightly more fun than last week's not-so-fun facts uh, from Sarah Baker. But she wasn't prepared with them because Allison didn't want to bother her. And I thought, that's weird show prep where she's like, well, I'm going to have this segment, but I'm not going to prep them. And then I'm going to put them on the spot, which no big deal in, in general. But I like how Sarah's like, yeah... Uh, the same with Wendy. Improv people apparently bad when they're put on the spot. But if they have to make shit up, totally good. <laughs> That's strange. That's a weird... Di- uh, I forgot the word. Wait, what happened? Allison asked her... She was trying to give her prompts to give fun facts because she didn't like come prepared with... Sarah didn't come prepared with any. So Allison was like, okay, how about something from here? And she was just like, I'm blanking. This is like, I'm an improv person and for some reason, like, real life stuff, I can't just like think of anything. I don't even remember this happening, so I'm going to have to take your word for it. Yeah, I like to make stuff up like this. You know how I talked about clunky beginning to Monday? Well, how about a clunky ending to Monday? <laughs> <laughs> How about let's clunk right into the end of the show here? No. I think that's a great idea. We have more to talk about. Calm down. God damn it. Okay. So <laughs> just a little bit. Wendy mentally summoned Hugh Grant into her existence on her trip. And Allison has this theory that you always run into people abroad, I guess. And I'm like, I've never been abroad, but I am abroad. But have you ever, have you been abroad or anywhere? I feel like you were supposed to, but didn't. Uh, does Australia not count? I guess not. Um, I'm wondering, have you ever run into somebody when you're vacationing somewhere? Or, and, or have you thought about someone and then all of a sudden they appear on a, a trip somewhere? Um, just the people I was with. I'm like, God, (laughs) why did I do this to myself? 
who I don't want to run into. Everyone I planned this trip with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then there she is. There God she is. I think the whole Hugh Grant story, that was pretty crazy. And what a weird person to even care about. But also just like a weird circumstance that that even happened. I would be like, okay, my husband set this up. Like, how did you do this? Or soon to be husband. I recall hearing her tell this story already. It does sound Um, vaguely familiar. So I think she's, she's probably told it on a much earlier episode. Maybe that's what it is. So I definitely, I've run into people on trips before where only two times, actually a couple times when you're in Vegas, I don't know why I always seem to run into somebody that I know or someone that I like know someone of, you know, like you're like, I kind of think I know that person, but I'm not going to go say hi, that kind of person. And then one time in Palm Springs, I ran into somebody that I knew. So it was just kind of strange when you go on the same trips. But I feel like those two places, because they're not so far and they're super common, that it's not very rare is like going to a different country and running into somebody that you know. Yeah. Um, Okay. So then the whole ghillie suit came up. And the funny thing is, is they never called it ghillie suit until this episode. And it's making me laugh all over again because Wendy was saying what a funny Halloween costume that if you're Gilly from Saturday Night Live is that the skit I don't even know what the skit is and your partner is wearing a ghillie suit like that's pretty that's pretty up there like you're gonna win some contest if people figure it out um I can't believe they didn't know what a Wait, didn't someone not know what a ghillie yeah. suit was? I think that Daniel and Allison both did not know. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. It, but it, I don't know. I, I guess they just... I think it's... It's just a thing they don't know. Weird to me, but but I think I only know it because I have one on the premises. But other than that, I don't know if I would have known. It is funny that the, like my kids know what that is. It's just like a common thing like it's come out and been used for jokes in the house before (laughs) like to scare us (laughs) and scare scare the kids (laughs) what like it's not it's scary (laughs) um yeah i don't know i think we should do a uh Oh, we will. A poll of our Facebook people. Did you know what a ghillie suit was? That's a good, that is a very good. are you normal? (laughs) And and the other added part to the poll, do you own one? (laughs) That's a just you if I ever heard one. Oh, I'll send that. I'll send that JMO in with me wearing it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So there were some JMOs. Was there anything from Thursday or should we talk about JMOs? Let's move on. All right. So we've got a few. We've got Jody, where she blinks at every streetlight as a kid. Allison looks back on who she was in the 20s and wants to apologize to the people that were around her. Allison also had like a lucid memory, awake dream state thing where she kind of did like a flashback through like pictures of her life. Uh, Demian, all of his toenails do not grow at the same time. And then... We got two from our lovely LK. Kills mosquitoes, sees the blood, wonders uh, whose blood it is or if it's her own. And uh, there's a delay on sound on Instagram and it gets her every time. Which one of these speaks to you? 
I want to talk about the mosquitoes. Let's do that. I think that's the only one I would like to talk about. Let's chat. Go. Well, I'd like to hear your thoughts since you're picking it as well. Oh, my thought is I've never thought, I wonder whose blood that is. I wonder if it's my neighbor's as it just cruise across whatever. I just am grossed out by the blood. And I never think that, do I, I don't know if I think it's mine either, unless it's on me. Like I've used my bug assault and shot one that's on the wall and it splattered blood everywhere. And I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) that was a gruesome scene. But okay. Yeah. I would always think like, I wonder whose blood that was and that grosses me out, but not like, I never thought about, oh, what if it's my neighbors? It would be though. Like that would make more sense. Oh, wouldn't it be interesting to like take it to a lab and see like whose DNA (laughs) is in there? And if it's more than one, like how much blood are they taking from different people? Or is it all one? More info. And can they also let me know if this yogurt is fat free? (laughs) Um, I didn't know that it was like a fucking mosquito massacre at your house, Lisa. I know why you have that ghillie suit. (laughs) I only did that. Okay. I have shot at mosquitoes a couple of times. In general, it's just for the flies, but. When mosquitoes, they're hard to get. So if you can, if it's sitting there quietly and you want to like not have it give you, uh, what is it? Not Zika. What's the other virus? <laughs> Malaria. Not, West, West Nile. Nile. If you don't want one of these goddamn things, then, you know, you got to shoot it. You got to put it out of its misery. But the splattering of blood across the wall, I was like, really? Um. Wow. I think... <laughs> <laughs> It sounds to me like you're using this bug assault for like, what it's uh, made for. Chief, like, like Chief Wiggum trying to open walnuts, <laughs> and then he's like, "Well, fuck it, I have a gun." <laughs> okay, to be honest, when we first got one, our neighbor was like, "Oh, we could like salt our steak with it on the barbecue." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what a bunch of lazy. I idiots. Know. <laughs> he said it as a joke, but then I was like, "Oh, that's kind of funny." I but know. then it's like now you're just gonna have a bunch of like. It would not be efficient. Like, you could just... Uh, you're salted before anyway. Anyway, it was funny. Hey, Lise, you want some uh, salt on the rim of that marg? Bring it over. <laughs> I've definitely had, like... I'll take one for the team because there was, like, a fly on my ankle. I'm like, shoot it. I'll take it. I'll take the heat because I don't want this fly to be alive anymore. Hey, come over to the pool party. We're doing body <laughs> shots. Hey, you want some salt with that? <laughs> God, you people. Us people, apparently. Oh, so we all look the same to you. <laughs> people holding uh, bug assaults. Yeah, yes. pretty much. You should see these newer versions. It's crazy, and I'm not into it. But anyway, uh, they have like a CO2 one now, and that that just came out last year. And then the new one that came out Jesus. this year, you put your iPhone on like it's like a like a site. But not so you could like record your killings. Like this is I don't even want to see any of it. I just want the fly to be out of my house, life, not on my food, not disgusting. I, I don't want to see like the grim. <laughs> like last week when you guys were here, it was like a, a crime scene with that thing, and that's not how it usually is. Uh huh. Anyway, what are your thoughts on the mosquitoes? Um. I forgot, so no. uh, I'm just gonna say. Do you ever think, I agree with everything you said. Do you think you wonder whose it is, whose blood? I think at times when I was younger, I probably thought that. Um, I think now, I just assume it's mine. Mm. But 
what happens to it? Like, do they pee? Oh. Do, do they absorb it? Do they poop it out? I don't know. What happens to the blood? Is there a mosquitologist out well, there? Well, you know, pee. Do I get to listen to ologies again? Pee comes from blood, right? Your blood. So I recently learned this. Yeah. So maybe, but do mosquitoes pee? Interesting. The other thing is, I don't think I ever thought it was my blood because I'm like, if you're on me now, you just got on me. So you would have to think that they were on you already before for that to be your blood. So I remember as a kid being like, ah, I'm going to get AIDS from this thing. <laughs> That's that was cool. not as bad as the time I got uh, gonorrhea <laughs> from a tractor. So. Oh, Rafe. So Tractor. <laughs> All right. I think we should end it on the tractor story. What do you think? I agree. All right. If you'd like to be on the show... Email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at gmail. Or, oh my God. Wrong name. At BFF Lisa Lowry. What about your little, little Rafe? Uh, don't bother following me. Just join the Facebook group. That's a good, that's a good call. And um, let us know if you can join us for BFF Christmas or the February group recording. It will be fun. I guarantee it. We can uh, all share mosquitoes. Okay. BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you and bye. Nigga woke up in the spot wearing that same shit Jesus used to wear. Egyptian cloth, young nigga talking that fly shit. Could have been a pilot, could have been a doctor, could have been a pimp, could have been a monster, could have been a mech, could have been a dope boy. Homie, matter of fact, I'm a motherfucking coke boy. 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 Could have been a ball player, but I'm still balling. 97 coochie sweater trying to flip a quarter. Jesus be swinging, causing havoc on the corner. Got me living lavish mansions, Minnesota. Could have been a bus driver swinging up a cuts. Could have been a battle rapper having lunch with Lux. But I've been a boss. Tell by the tuck. I could have gave it thought, but I don't give a fuck. As I look around, I see a bunch of dirty niggas. A lot of clean money, I just bought me 30 bitches. Coke boy, baby. Dope boy, baby. Snow white beans, don't you want some blow, baby? Could have been a fuck boy, could have played games. But I'm in the trunk, count 600K. I could have been a hater, I could have been you. You could have been me getting brain in a coop. Could have been a pilot, could have been a doctor, could have been a pimp, could have been a mobster, could have been a mech, could have been a dope boy, homie made a fat. I'm a motherfucking coke boy, 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 double you could have been a voter, I could have been your pappy, could have been a gunslinger running trigger happy, could have put an extra point two up in the bag, and had them niggas from the other side feeling ass, dipping and I'm rolling, rolling and I'm dipping, models they be on me, tugging on my zipper, like the letter L out of trouble. Up on the M. Broke the rear view and never looked back since. Coke boys flood New York blocks way before Sandy. Fully loaded Ben stash, fully loaded Jamie. Leaning toward Obama, but I could've went for Romney. Flash new nigga Jeff Gans, where you find me? Could've been a pilot, could've been a doctor, could've been a pimp, could've been a mobster, could've been a mech, could've been a dope boy. Homie, made a fat. I'm a motherfucking coke boy. I'm a motherfucking coke boy. 
I'm a motherfucking hey, yo. boy. I'm wiggling back. Hey, I'm a motherfucking boy. I'm a motherfucking boy. I'm a motherfucking boy. I'm a Could've been a broke nigga, could've been a sucker Never. Could've robbed dice games and shot up the rucker Could've had him like, he a bad motherfucker We ain't talking about what could've been, we talking about what is We talking about helicopters landing on cribs We talking about niggas never doing what I did We talking about kings or we talking about kids What they talking about? Parties at the rooftop, now we on that rooftop Laying with your main bitch, swimming in that blue dot I've been clocking since niggas been pulling cheddars out Bad boy, but I could've been a Could've been a hop, could've been a doc, could've been a pimp, could've been a mop, could've been a mech, could've been a dope, but I'm not homie, you know what I'm a motherfucking coke boy, 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 I'm a motherfucking coke boy